trigger warning, this is about getting your shit together 101. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Call My Bluff. This weekend's Halloween. What are you doing this weekend, Abs? I'm working. What are you doing? You're going to make hella good tips. I hope so. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm super stressed right now, which is probably a good like episode to record today. But Okay, well then maybe you'll fit the episode today. It's Halloween this weekend. We're having a little Halloween party so at cute. my apartment. And I'm nervous because it's a lot of people and we're trying to get it together. We don't have any alcohol bought, so we need to get on that. <laughs> but yeah, that's tomorrow. So yeah, so it is like almost November, which is crazy. When we upload this, I think it will be like November 2nd or something, which is crazy that Flying. Yeah, it's already almost Thanksgiving. Christmas is coming up. The year's almost over. And I feel like during the fall time and like even towards the winter, like I start to feel like a little bit unmotivated sometimes. And I just feel like this is a good episode to do during this time of year when things start to get cold and you start to like kind of just be alone inside. Like you're not going out as much because the cold weather. Um, so your body getting those endorphins. Yeah. Yes. So I feel like today we just wanted to like give some motivation on how to get your shit together when you feel like you haven't been productive. You're not accomplishing goals like you used to be. You're doing the same thing every day and you just need that like wake up. Like Abigail in the past month has got her shit together. Like you had your little break at home for a few months and now your shit is together. Like you have like 13 jobs jobs lined up yeah it's funny because Meg's is, Meg's has been like saying like you don't want to do this episode or this and that I don't know guys I just found it really hard to like try to brainstorm for this episode because not that I feel like I'm sounding hypocritical but when we talk about getting your shit together 101 it's it's way easier for others than it is some other people and I find it I guess difficult to talk because in the grand scheme of things like no one really has their shit together like you can get your shit together for like a day and it's so funny because I was talking to my friends I was like guys how do I get my shit together and they're like yeah let me know when you figure it out because I need my shit together too and it's just so funny because my friend who lives in Nashville now um she like wrote me like a little paragraph and she was talking about being in your 20s and trying to get your shit together. And she was like, it's so funny because I will walk into my friend's apartment and they have their kitchen counters wiped and a book on their coffee table. And I'm like, oh shit, this person has their shit together. Like, how do I do that? It's so funny because it's it really is the little things. It's your daily habits, how you spend your mornings, your afternoons that really set the tone for your day. I was just going to say the same thing. Like, I'm not perfect either over here. I'm not like Miss Perfect have my shit together either. I also like... I also need this episode sometimes too, like someone to tell me like get it together when I feel like I'm going through like a rut or something. But I feel like I am like equipped to like give advice on this only because I sometimes I do have it together. Of course, sometimes I don't like everyone has ups and downs. But like sometimes when you're going through a tough time, you just need this. I just feel like when I'm going through something like like a little period of like meh and like everything feels hard and it can just feel like you need to get back into the swing of things like life can feel like boring it can even feel like not purposeful and like that sounds like kind of sad but like it's true and you can also feel like super alone when you're doing stuff like this and you're like whether it's like in your 20s you're trying to like find a job or you just feel like your routine hasn't been super good like you're not putting effort into your morning and night routine like you just need some motivation some tips to give out of it abs i want to start with just asking you when you got home from grad school this past what like a few months ago when did you get yeah, home June? when you got home from grad school like three months ago yeah and like you've been playing lacrosse for like all of college and even in grad school and like you've been go 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 like you've had a routine so being home and like having no structure for a bit I'm sure was nice for a little while but after like that month or two kicked in of being like okay I've relaxed I've started to get back into like doing whatever you do like how do you get back 
doing stuff and like get back into the world and like get a routine going yeah it's so funny because I've always been the type of person I'm not really a planner and people always get like mad at me for that and I I guess growing up with such a routine I've kind of had that character trait that I don't want anything planned like so much of my life is already planned that I don't want to plan, but I realize how much of a routine, I thrive so much in a routine, and then going for one to not was such a, um, a adjustment, I guess, and really when you don't have a routine and you don't have like a list of things to do for each day, it just really, you set yourself up for failure, essentially, and I guess speaking from my experience, when I don't set my day up, and I don't write out my to-do list or what I need to get for, done for the day. I feel myself not being lethargic, but not being like like getting my shit together, essentially. Yeah. Do you feel like it needs to be like written now because you need to like check those things off kind of mentally or, or actually physically check it off with like a pen? I mean, a little bit of both. I write so much stuff in my notes like on my iPhone and then I'll just go ahead and like delete it. And I think just even deleting it from the list of notes I have just makes me feel so much better. But even that, I'm not necessarily the type of person where I have to like actually cross it off my list. I just need to see it out in front of me and be like, okay, this is what I need to get done for the day. I'm going to do this. But also give myself grace too. Like if I don't get like one thing done that day, I still leave it on my to-do list and just like yeah. make it for tomorrow. You know what I mean? I'm not super hard on myself, but I guess also I noticed myself coming out of college and grad school and being home. I felt like I was always on the go. And I talked about this in episode two about navigating your life post-college and grad school and navigating your life in the 20s, I found myself just not really wanting to work out, like just wanting to be and just be in the moment and not force myself to do anything because I felt like the majority of my life, I was always pushing myself. I was pushing myself either in that workout. I was like, pushing myself in school. I was pushing myself to like go hang out with my friends, even though all my body really wanted was to just like be. And I've really started to um, tap in more with myself and my body and like really ask what my body needs, what my mind wants. And obviously in times where I know I'm just being lazy, I obviously am a little harder on myself and be like, okay, bitch, like get it together. You can do this. But other times when I do feel like my body just needs to be, I do give myself that grace. And when we talk about today, like getting your shit together, I hope you guys know the difference between getting your shit together because you know that you haven't been on track, you haven't been on your tasks, as opposed to listening to your body and like what it truly needs. If it needs a rest day, give your body a rest day, give your mind a rest day, because in and of itself, like that is self-care. And at the end of the day, if you need to give your body, your mind a rest day, that will help you in your future a thousand times more. Like doing tasks that you don't put a hundred percent effort into. I think that's like the best start to this though, is just like making a list of what you want to get done. And what I like to do is that every Sunday or every like start of the month, I'll kind of like start mapping out my week or my month. If I know there's things later down the month that I'm looking forward to or something that has to be done, like a due date for like an assignment, I'll put that in my little calendar. I use the Notion app, like same kind of thing as notes. It's just like mapping it out. I have all my days listed out with little bullet points of what I have to get done. And then as I get done again, I just delete them. And I love what you're saying about even when you don't get one thing done, like that's okay and you can just move it to the next day because I feel like that can be really stressful to some people being like, oh my God, I didn't do that one thing that I wanted to get done. And like sometimes you do move that thing like 
to the next day, like multiple days in a row. Like this week, there's one thing that I just kept moving Happy every single day. I did start it. And I think that's like the biggest thing about getting your shit yeah. together is like you have to start somewhere. Yeah. So for me, it was like a homework assignment. It was like this paper. And I was like, okay, I'm going to start it. And that was like Monday. Started it. Wednesday, I looked at it, at it and I did like a little more, but I haven't finished it yet. And it's been on my to-do list every single day this week. I've just been moving it to the next day. Yeah. Um, but I think that's okay. And also the due date's so far down the line. But I think just even starting whatever it is, like whether that's like cleaning up your room or like starting to work out, like because starting to work out can seem like really daunting and you're like, oh my God, like once you just go for the first time and just make yourself go, it can be really hard. But once you get there, like you're really happy you got there. And then when you're done, you're like so like on top of the world, you feel great. What I find so funny, I guess like kind of ironic is that we are such good friends, but Meg's is such a planner. She's, I feel like you are very meticulous and you like to have your week planned out is what you just said. As like, for me, I'm like, eh, it happens when it happens. You know what I mean? As I've gotten older, I've really gone to my routine, but I guess for you, you just said you start your week, you start your month writing in your notes, things like that. But what happens like when you don't get shit done? Yeah. And I was going to ask you the same thing, which is so funny. We both were going to ask each other that, but I think throughout the week, my daily routine looks a little different than the weekend. Cause like, obviously you look forward to the weekend of getting to relax a little bit, but every single day, Monday through Friday, wake up around eight, eight thirty, sometimes earlier. Cause my cat wakes me up and then I will like obviously brush my teeth, do my little morning routine, like wash my face and everything. And then I'll go make breakfast, which I've been really trying to do. And I think, again, that's something you just have to start doing. So for the past like six months, I was doing like really intense workouts, but I wasn't eating breakfast. And then now I feel like my workouts are less intense and I'm eating breakfast. And I wanted to be eating breakfast that whole time. I just like, I don't know. I just like sounded so daunting. So I like found something that was easy to make. So I got yogurt and granola and strawberries and like little toppings for that like pumpkin seeds honey almond butter whatever and I just like put that all in the cabinet and like I got a big tub of yogurt so it lasts me like a whole week plus so I mean I can just like make that easily in like a coffee cup but I think again like what we're saying is like getting it together like it can be that easy as like when something seems really daunting and hard you need to make that task easier for yourself so if the workout is really daunting it's like it's going to be a huge hour workout like it doesn't have to be an hour workout every single day it can be like 15 to 30 minutes. Yeah, it can be whatever you want it to be. It can be literally five minutes as long as you're like getting it done. And then I just go on a little walk, grab a coffee after I do my workout, come back, shower, and then I start my work day. And I try to like work from really like 10 to three, but I have my own schedule. So I can kind of like do that as I want. Sometimes I work a lot later. Sometimes I'll be answering emails like 9 p.m. at night. So I mean, it depends, but that's kind of like the morning structure part of my day. Do you always make your bed every day? Um, yeah, like I throw my sheets up every single day. I just feel like it like, I don't know. I feel like it just jump starts the day. Absolutely. And I think even I read a book and I forget where it said that making your bed every day is the like the easiest task that you can check off to start your day on the right foot. And I know even sometimes like I remember when I was in a rut, even sometimes making my bed just felt so daunting. Having a clean room shows really where your mental headspace is at the time. If your room is clean, then I think you can like think more clearly I've been talking to a friend recently that's going through a really hard time like really down low like not feeling good and they cannot get themselves to clean their room like they cannot get themselves to do it and it's like crazy to me because I'm like oh I clean my room all the time like it's so easy just clean your room and they're like it's not that easy for me like that sounds really hard to me and like I don't want to clean my room like I'm so like unwell I don't want to clean my room and I was like 
I don't know. It's just hard to like motivate some people sometimes to like get it together. And I was like, it's okay. Like if you can even do like one task today, like pick up the water bottles off the floor and like put them in the recycling bin, like do that, you know, like even if it's one thing that will make you feel better. I was like, once your room is clean, you're going to feel so much better. And it's like easier said than done, obviously, like telling someone this, especially when they've been letting their room get messy for like two weeks now, it's hard to just be like, okay, let me just clean it up. You know what it is? And I guess what what I'm trying to say is the way your room is, the state of your room reflects the state of your mental well-being. It on it honestly does. And as, as as daunting as that sounds, picking up one water bottle is better than anything. Even taking that one step of that action of picking up that water bottle, you don't even have to throw it away. Just yeah. pick it up. And if, if it feels that daunting, put it back down the ground. Because sometimes like people always want to give advice. I feel like I'm giving advice, but that advice even itself is also emotionally daunting. And I don't think a lot of people really recognize that. And I guess being in the mental health profession, I've been more in tune with the way I give advice and what if people are even emotionally available to give to take the advice I'm giving. And I guess today, I was super sensitive about this topic because I don't have my life together. No one has their life together. And I think even social media has this presence or it portrays this presence on on platforms that everyone has their life together. And after college, even if you don't go to college, you're supposed to be making these six figures and you're supposed to live in this huge penthouse or like this apartment in some other city. And I guess I always just want to bring it back to the grass is not greener on the other side. It's green where you water it. And even like the, um, I forget what it's called. I think the butterfly theory or, or the vacation, it's something like that, but it's like it always says is that happiness is not found in the next place, the next job, the next location. It's found where you are. And I think that's so true. And I really try to um, like develop that in my daily habits every day and even doing the little things, making myself breakfast, like Megan said, or even just throwing the covers up on the bed. It's the little things, picking up that water bottle. And I guess even, sorry, not to go on a tangent right now, but I guess even for my new year's resolution it was always I am a procrastinator and I think a lot of people in this day are too it just it's just something that in the 20s is just I feel like we are we are just procrastinators we're always waiting for the last minute and I guess one of the habits that I really want to pick up for in this new in this new coming year is stop being a procrastinator but if something comes to my mind or I see something out on the table I'm not just going to wait till later I'm going to pick it up there and then because at the end of the day, it makes it, th- it makes your life a thousand times easier when you do it there and then. And I guess I really do want to stress what you just said of like talking about mental health. Cause like, honestly, when I first thought about this topic, like it was so surface level. I was like, Oh, I'm just going to go on here and give like a bunch of tips on like how to get it together. And it's like, it really isn't that easy when mental health comes into play and everything's so individual for each person, like their journey and how they think about getting their shit together is going to be different. Like yeah. It's just not that easy for everyone. Um, and I and I do love what you're saying about social media as well. Just like seeing everyone's like reels of their like perfectly curated morning and day and how they have their little coffee and like their room is perfectly clean, spotless, all white. Like it's just crazy that like that's how it's being portrayed when like, I don't know, again, like you're saying, yeah. yeah, grass is not always greener. Like just because you have all those things like does not mean you're going to be happy. Like just because your room is like perfect or something like it's not going to mean you're happy um and obviously they can be faking it as well like it's social media I was going to just ask you in return like what does your morning routine look like now that you're home and like how has that been and like incorporating your job and everything too yeah okay so right now I actually just got a new job so I'm super excited about that but when I've been I guess I'll go off like when I've been working at the bar um I usually work night shifts at the bar which 
I'm like super grateful I have the job, but it low key kind of sucks in my own selfish ways because I get home at like 2.33. And when I get home, I can't like immediately go to bed because my mind is so like wired. So then I'm going to bed at like four-ish. And I've always said, I always try to set my alarm for like 10-ish, like 11 at the absolute latest getting up because I hate waking up late. I absolutely hate it because I feel like half my day is taken and then I immediately have to go into work again at like five, six. And I just hate that. But um, when I do set my alarm, I do like yoga, hot yoga three days a week. I try to do four and I honestly, I started doing hot yoga. I think sophomore year of high school, it's kind of become like in my emotional support system now. And I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but it really is. Like, I'm really grateful that I even get to take an hour of my day to really focus on myself and my mental well-being because it just, I don't know, it really centers myself. And I think having that balance in my life has helped me so much because it sets me up not only for my day, but for my future too. I really recenter myself. So if anyone has the chance or opportunity to even take two minutes, five minutes out of themselves out of their day and just do like little even breathing exercises. I know that sounds super cheesy. I was just gonna say, like we I think Abigail and I like can really bond over like enjoying moving our bodies, even though it's like in different way, or if it's like even like being like, I don't know, quiet or like meditating or going to yoga or something. Like I feel like you've been really loving your hot yoga classes and I wanna join in on them so bad. I wish I could go with you. Um, and then recently I just started going to a Pilates studio in New York because I was like just missing going to like a class and having yeah. that, that community element because I've been doing my workouts by myself. And I'm like, I just miss like being in a class. And like after I like forced myself to like sign up and go and like did all my research on like the best price class in New York because it's yeah. so expensive here. I, I just feel like it's like so enjoyable. And it's like honestly what I look forward to most out of my week is to get to go. Yes. And I feel like we can really relate to, on that just because like even going for like a little walk with a friend in the morning, like making that part of your weekly routine, something to look forward to can like really just feel like so fun. And I love like when I plan my weeks out is to have stuff to look forward to, even though like it's nice to be in the moment and everything you do want to have stuff you look forward to, especially when you're working like a job, like you want to have stuff that you look forward to, like whether that's throughout the week or weekend um, and whether that's stuff that you do by yourself or with someone. But like I literally will write down every single thing that I am doing that week. So like even like so detailed through the day it's like go for a walk grab a coffee like I'm specific with it just because I'm like I want to get it done and like it's so silly like I will literally write down like curl your hair wash your hair like silly stuff because I want to make sure it's done um but I guess like scheduling and stuff like time alone like if you want to like go do yoga or like you want to go on like a walk by yourself or you want to meet up with a friend for coffee like just scheduling that in I really agree with you and you're so right even just adding like a little hobby or doing something that you love and adding it to your routine that allows and has I guess creates room for your freedom of self-expression adds so much to your mental health and I I just want to keep reiterating mental health and doing stuff that makes you happy on the inside as opposed to what society thinks you should be doing. I was going to ask you, like, when you feel like your routine is, like, getting kind of stale and, like, you're doing the same thing every morning, like, even, like, when I'm, like, doing my same thing every morning, I'm going to, like, the same coffee shop, whatever, like, what's a way that you can switch up your routine or, like, you could suggest to someone to switch up the routine, even if it's, like, one way? Like, what's something that you can switch up, even if it's so small, that, like, will make you feel a little bit happier that week or just feel like more motivated? Um, I would say, I mean, I guess it kind of depends on like where you live. Like if I'm walking in the city to a coffee shop, maybe I take a different route than I usually do and see different scenery. 
Or if I'm always going to the gym, maybe like I bundle up and then take a walk outside. I even like think about how much like animals and animal therapy helps so much too. And I don't want to get super deep. Ben recently really wanted to go to the animal shelter because those dogs are super lonely too. And they need love too. And everyone in this world needs love. And I think even just being able to go to the animal shelter or like go to like an elderly home and talking to people. I want to say like it really brings you back to like what really matters in life and recenters you. And I know my mom always says this to me. And I always try to tell myself this too when I'm having a bad day. Sometimes it's really hard to believe this when you are that down but it's just a bad day or it's just a bad week and it's not a bad life love that yeah and I don't know who said that I can't I don't know the author of that it's just a quote my mom obviously didn't make it up but she always likes to tell me that when I'm having a bad day or a bad week and I if no one's ever told you that I'm telling you that now is that it's just a bad day it's just a bad week and it's not a bad life yeah you can turn it around and like I feel like when I'm like having a weird week like I'm kind of like I'm kind of asking you, I guess, is like when I feel like I'm doing the same thing every day. Like the, my even like it will come down to even like my dinners are the same. Like I'll be making the same dinners I made last week. I'm like, okay, I need to make something new. Like it sounds so silly, but I'm like, okay, I need to find a new recipe. I need to like find a new podcast, like go work somewhere different because I work from home a lot. And I sit in my room all day. I'm like, okay, the reason I feel like I feel crazy right now is because I've been sitting in this room this whole week. I need to get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't have baked harvest or like I love Pioneer Woman. <laughs> when you were talking about making a new dinner, like half-baked harvest, they have the best. What is that? It's, um, Like this cook, this chef lady who makes recipes, they have the best recipes to make at home. I know, but who's Pioneer Woman? She's my favorite, like, recipe lady like cook she had her tv show on the cooking network and i love the cooking network (laughs) when you're going through like a time where it's like down like whether that's like just like your routines whack or like something sad you're going through like you're having like a hard time with something do you keep it to yourself or do you like go and talk to someone about it oh my gosh megs that is such a good question that is such a good question oh my god i can't even reiterate how good of a question that is that's so funny because i think I am, like I said in the first episode, I'm a super private person. And I think for the majority of my life, especially a lot in high school, I was suffering in so much silence. Things that were happening around me, like people had no idea I was going through. And I guess even in college too, I think I had like a combustion my senior year of high school, I mean high school, college, where I just kind of like let it all out because I was holding in for so long and it just allows you to like explode and I know that sounds super crazy but I've, I've come to realize in my short 24 years of life is that holding things in only makes the situation worse because it allows your mind to create these ser- scenarios and allows you to overthink to no extent and sometimes the overthinking is so exaggerated outside the box that it doesn't even like you start to believe that it's reality and I guess what I'm trying to say is definitely if something is on your mind definitely clear the air with whether it's with a person or if it's something that is going on with your own personal self like go and talk to somebody that you trust about it because it only gets worse and and it makes the situation the problem a thousand times worse if you just allow it to continue I just want to say in response and maybe this is a little bit out there but when you just said like the whole thing about when you keep stuff to yourself and you're an independent private person you don't really want to share with anyone you let your thoughts run wild you create fake scenarios in your mind Um, I had the most crazy conversation this morning, not crazy, but like I had a conversation about this this morning that literally like exactly relates or exactly has to do with like what you're saying. And that conversation was basically like me going through the thought process of when you, sorry, this is a little out there, but when you're sitting there and you start to create all these false 
or not even false, when you start to create all these scenarios in your head because you're not asking questions, you're not talking to anyone, you're just sitting there with your thoughts and like running wild, like creating scenarios, whatever. And you just are not asking questions, you're not talking to them, you're just letting your thoughts run wild. I think like when you do that all the time and like you think about it so much and you kind of hyperfix it on it, you start to like manifest that to happen. No, it's true. Like because you're just thinking about it all the time, you start to like treat those people a little different. Like everything, all the energy is off. And like I think when you think about something so much, it like starts to like come into existence and like starts to happen almost. And I don't know if that's like crazy, but I'm like, power of manifestation. I felt like someone doesn't like me. And I like, all I think about is how they don't like me. And I'm like, ah, they don't like hanging out with me. They don't like being around me. And then like, I don't know. I feel like I'm like wishing it to be true, even if it's not true. I'm like, oh, am I making this come true? Even though it's not. And like, maybe this has nothing to do with the episode, but I guess we can bring it back and say like, don't sit there and like, let your thoughts go crazy and like let it get the best you try to talk to someone even if it is hard like whether that's a friend or family member or whoever like try to get it out to someone even if you only tell them a little bit just like try to get it out because hearing another perspective can kind of bring you back to earth and like remind you like hey like you're you're going a little wild with those thoughts there (laughs) like and that's what I guess what I'm trying to say about like finding a hobby or picking a hobby that you are able to like freely express yourself with and I think even when I started taking up like hot yoga, I wasn't really speaking to anyone. I, I didn't have anything major going on in, in in my high school years. Let me just tell you that. I feel like it sounded really dark, but I was such a private person that whenever I like either get in a fight with someone or like, I didn't know what to eat for lunch. You know what I mean? I never told anyone anything. Yeah. And I guess I'm so different now. So looking back at it, I'm like, wow, like I should have really opened up when I needed to. I'm a private person. I don't really go to people a lot. And I think that's why I love hot yoga so much because it allows me to expel that energy, the negative energy from my body. And I don't want to sound like a crystal, like super like into rocks type girl, like this whole Zodiac sign stuff. That's not what I'm saying at all. But it allows me to expel that negative energy and refocus on the one of the things that matters Two, the connection with myself and my mind and my body. And then three, what am I going to do that day to actively change the things, one, I don't like that's going on in my life, or two, what I do not like that's going on in my mind that I need to make different. So you don't always have to talk to people if you're not ready to talk to people. I guess what I'm trying to say is it can be reading a book. It can go be sitting by a tree or by a lake in the middle of the grass. It doesn't really matter where, as long as you're able to expel that negative energy, those negative thoughts from your mind, give yourself five to 10 minutes, however long you need and recenter yourself. A hundred percent. And you talking about reading books, even like if you don't want to go to a workout class, even though I do agree, like it doesn't have to be a workout. It can, but like it can be yoga or it can be like even by yourself doing like a meditation, guided meditation with a YouTube video. I feel like those are really nice. I do agree. That's how I like do that as well. Like I sit there and think about like everything and kind of just like ground myself. And I feel like with that, if you don't want to do something like that, reading a book or even journaling can be really good. Like journaling out your thoughts and just getting it out on paper. You kind of start to like work through what's going on and you're like, oh, hold on. Like all of this in my mind has been kind of like scattered and not like put in one place but when you start to write it down and like actually write it out and you're like seeing what you're writing and like letting it out at least on paper even though it's not to someone like it's on paper I feel like you can kind of like get to a place of like okay I'm gonna be okay and then you start to like at least for me like I start to write down how I'm gonna fix it or how I like think I'm gonna start to be from now on it's just an example like I really have been negative and I want to be more positive now I'm gonna try really hard this week to like be positive and then I'll be like three things I want to try to do this week whatever Megs I'm so glad you brought that up because it is it really comes down to like 
actively changing. And I, there was this quote that I saw, I forget who it's by. I don't know. So I don't want to, I'm quote, I'm giving you a shout out author. Don't know who you are, but it's called the three C's of life. And it's choices, chances, changes. You must make a choice to take a chance or your life will never change. And I guess I just want to say that is it actively comes down to changing your habits. If you want something to change in your life, you have to like put in the work to change. It's not going to change on its own. And even I want to say about the whole notes thing. That's so funny because I know that you write notes and you journal and stuff like that. I do too. But for me personally, physically writing in a journal seems really daunting. So I do it on my notes in my iPhone. And it goes back to like sophomore year of college, I think like that. And I don't even know if anyone knows, but I write it to myself. Like I write to myself and I just anything that like I want to think of in my life, like years down the road or like what I eat for lunch that day or like random shit like that. I always like your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always like, hi, me. <laughs> like I like and they're like to me or like things like that. It's just so funny. So I guess I just want to say like if journaling in, in a physical notebook sounds daunting, try your iPhone notes yeah. because we're always on our phones all the time. So and even just opening up the app, that's a, that's a step forward that's taking action. So it's just every little thing in the right direction counts. Yeah, and I and I don't even like – I feel like I've been like naming off books in these podcast episodes, but like – Bro, I've been like, on the quotes. I'm like I, – I wanted to like say a, the name of a book that I feel like could help anyone that's like going through something right now just if they need like a good book. It's called The Mountain Is You. If you've already read The Mountain Is You, The Four Agreements, both are really both. Yeah, Mountain Is You, really great way to get over something and like get yourself going. And then Four Agreements is just like, I want to read it over and over and over. Like, it's just something you need like ingrained in your mind. And you're like, I need a reminder of this. I really want you to read that one too. Yes, I want to read this. I'm still on 101 essays. I'll change the way you think. I mean, I'm on that too, but I feel like that's like, I like to read that like when I go to a coffee shop in the morning and I'm like sitting there like about to journal for like 10 minutes, I read just one of them and I'm like, oh, okay, that starts my day off right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I haven't. I've been so bad. Confession. I've been so bad. I have not been reading in like the last like three weeks, and I feel like my life is just moving so fast. Like I feel like I don't have time. I everywhere. Like I'm. I feel like I'm being pulled in all different directions. You talk about how much is going on for you right now because like you're getting emails left and right. Like what's going on over okay, there? You know how I think it was like episode two where I was like I talked about how I was like it felt really daunting to apply for jobs because I feel like I wasn't good enough. Well, yeah. like the past like month or so, I've been like actively applying for jobs. And one, I got my very first job I applied to, I got the offer, but I ended up turning it down because I just really didn't feel like it was for me. Um, and then now I have a job. So I work in a behavioral treatment center that uses neuroscience techniques. I'm also a clinical assistant for another office, which is under the same like branch. Um, psychology group and then I am a neuropsychology examiner yeah so essentially like what I do is the behavioral treatment centers where like people who have become hospitalized for mental illness or addiction or anything like that it doesn't have to be that it can be anxiety it can be OCD it can be depression any of that you um if it's bad enough you become hospitalized and you go to an outpatient center which is essentially where I work it's for intensive outpatients and then outpatients and um we go through like a bunch of different processes and obviously I'm not going to get into it because I really can't, but that's essentially where I work. It's super fulfilling and I'm really glad that I found a job that one, I, I got my master, like it is my profession, but two, it's something that I love every single day and it brings me joy to do because I know I'm helping other people and in return, they're helping me too. So yeah. <laughs> Not to be like really down, but yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm super excited. The reason I wanted you to like say what you were doing is because like you in the last few weeks have like 
you thought like, oh, I'm not going to get any jobs. You started applying just to a few, got some feedback, got a few interviews, weren't sure about them, declined some. Like you were like, wait, I'm getting a lot of interviews. Like I feel like it just like fallen into your lap right when you were like, I'm not going to get anything. Like I'm not good. Like you're getting all of them. No, it's so true. Life has such a crazy way of working on, I guess. I haven't read in like three weeks because I feel like my my routine, I don't want to say routine because I'm not in a huge routine girl, but it's been so out of whack and like I don't even I'm just all over the place so I guess if you are too I'm with you there on that so many other people in our age are also with us on that so don't feel alone my one tip for the reading thing if you want to start reading because like I mean I'm not the best at it but like I'll leave my book on my bed like when I make my bed in the morning I'll throw the book I want to read that night on the bed and so like when I get into bed later I'm like oh I gotta read that but like it doesn't always work sometimes I just put it back on the nightstand but sometimes like I will like I'll, I'll keep it on there thinking I'm going to read it. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But, I mean, it's just an idea. <laughs> okay, so I feel like we've talked a lot about how we kind of get our shit together, like our routine, just kind of how we handle things. But we did put up a submission on our Instagram story asking people to give us their best ways to get their shit together. And we had a good amount of responses. Some people went in and wrote us like a five-paragraph essay, and I'm obsessed. Like I, I love that people are like writing in with so many good things. So I'm going to read some of them off just as like suggestions for you guys. And then abs, you can give your, I don't know, two cents on any of that you want. Someone said, I do my best to organize the space around me because I feel that if I clear the physical space, it helps me clear my mental space too. So true. They went on to say, I'm a firm believer that no one really has their shit together. Social media makes you believe that you're the only person going through it when in reality, people are only showing you the best parts of their life. True. There's no point in time anyone has it all together. You wouldn't be able to survive as a human if you did. I love organizational TikTok, but when I watch that shit, I know that none of it is obtainable unless I quit my day job. LOL. There's always something in your life that you will not have together, and I think growing up is accepting that and just doing your best to enjoy every day, even if you didn't accomplish everything you set out to do that day, you'll get it eventually. Chill, bro. (laughs) Ha! True. I love who wrote that in. I love that. Someone wrote in and like they had a really great long list. My favorite one from their list. Actually, they have two that I really like. The first one was set timers on your social media. There's nothing worse than when you get that average screen time a day notification. and It's way more than you thought it would be. And that's facts. Honestly, I need to do that. It's so humbling that that like little alert is the most humbling thing ever. Because I'm like, did I really? Fuck. Oh my God. See, I don't even want to look at mine. It like makes me upset. Do you not do work on your phone? I feel like all your work is from your phone. No, it is. Yesterday was nine hours. Yeah. Like that's insane. But like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like how much are you actually scrolling through? social media for your own pleasure like it's for no totally I'm doing work on my phone totally agree but there are times where I scroll for way too long whether that's in the morning and night and I think a lot of people's like tips are like stop scrolling at morning and night and then my second thing that this person said was this is awesome and I want to talk about this is reward yourself whether that's nails facial buying a new piece of clothing make an effort to fit those things into your budget that make you happy if you want to watch the wallet just make substitutions getting those shoes you've been wanting eat at home that week like love that that is so true like the thing that makes me happiest out of my day is my coffee in the morning. And that is in New York, 5 to $7 for a coffee. There's ways to get it cheaper, but the coffee that I want is 5 to $7. And I have budgeted that in on my little budget app in Bank of America. I put my coffee like that in because I wow. love having my coffee. Like it's my favorite part of my day is my coffee walk. And I feel it's like also self-care too. Yeah. I'm like, if it's going to make me happy enough. Yeah. And then my other thing I've been doing recently is getting a Friday or Saturday bagel. Like I'll go to a bagel shop and like, instead of making breakfast at home, well, I'll the ever. that's so cute. No, that's so cute. My coffee makes my day too. And it's so funny guys. I have not been a huge like pumpkin, I or pumpkin spice latte girl guys. 
I am. I love like pumpkin lattes now. Like a little hint of pumpkin with a caramel swirl on top makes my day. Yes, bro. Pumpkin bread with vegan pumpkin cream cheese fire. It really is the little things. It really is. And even the substitution thing, guys, like if you are going to like, if you're going to like sub something else, so you can do something else. I agree with that too. Like I think that's totally a good idea. I feel like everyone can collectively agree that it it starts with like your habits, making like your little bed or like the small little things, and then rewarding yourself when you cross stuff off of a list. And even though a list sounds daunting itself, like if you're the type of person where you can only see one thing you have to do at a time at a day, like that's fine too. Like cover everything else up. Keep the one thing that you need to do that's the most priority. Get it done. Cross it off the list, take a break. Now you move on to the next thing. And I love what someone said on here as well. Like, this is a little bit of a different one. I didn't think of this one. They said, um, clean, find new music, go outside. And I guess the new music one to me, like, I don't know, like that sounds so daunting to me to be able to make new playlists. I'm like, that is a smart idea though. Cause when I have done that once this year where I made a new playlist and I'm like, eh. like, I mean, it makes me feel like I want to work out cause I did a whole workout playlist. Someone else said being disciplined is key. You have to recognize that complaining only delays things. Go out, get what you want done to see progress. Take care of yourself mentally and physically. If you don't know what you want to achieve, Start with reflecting where you want to be in a year and work backwards how to get there. That's wow. interesting. Oh my God, that is such good advice. I need to do that too because I think being in your 20s too, I was talking to another girl who's also our age, around our age, and she was talking about, okay, I know my end goal. I know where I am right now, but it's really hard because I don't know how to get there. I was like, you're so right. That's me too. I'm in the exact same boat as you. And I, that, whoever gave that advice, that's really well like spoken advice that I'm going to take myself because we know our end goal in life. I feel like a lot of people or a lot of us do, but it's like really hard. We don't know the path to get there. So I guess working backwards from that, that's a really good. Yeah. And obviously you could get pulled off your path at any time, but like if you have it at least like an outline, I feel like that can be really good for like starting and feeling more organized, even like about getting it done. You're like, okay, I am going to get this done. Even if I don't know exactly the route I'm going to get there. Someone said schedule workout class in the morning, forcing you to go and start your day on a high note. Totally agree. I honestly think getting up early makes me my best self as much as like, I hate getting out of bed in the morning. I hate it. Like I'm like, Oh, like my cat has forced me to wake up early because he has to be fed at 8am. And so he's up at seven, like wanting to play, want to hang out, want to get pet. And it's forced me to wake up as much as I'm like, I do not want to get up. I feel like it's made my day so much better. And also it's made my sleep a lot better, which is weird. So I haven't been sleeping the past like months. And because my cat wakes me up so early, I go to bed now so early and I like going to bed earlier. I like waking up earlier. Like waking up early for me, like really makes me feel like I have my together so not to side note but we have a family group chat my mom just wrote in my thoughts exactly why I don't dust I actually think this is hilarious why I don't dust yes but I think it's so true to this episode it says dust if you must but wouldn't it be better to paint a picture or write a letter bake a cake or plant a seed ponder the difference between want and need dust if you must but there's not much time with rivers to swim and mountains to climb and it just keeps going and I guess it's just so funny because people are always like dust like my mom just does not dust I guess is what she I should. literally dusted today <laughs> the message of that by dust if you must that little quote or whatever this is by Rose Milligan is so true wait why is that the perfect um quote for this episode it's kind of like it's kind of like setting your priorities straight like if the world says to dust and we all do it but we miss out on 
the things that make us happiest in life or the things that are worth living for. Like going on, going to the river, like it says by Rose Milligan or whatever the fuck this is my mom just yeah. sent in. It's okay. so true. And now you guys know why I'm such a quote girl because my mom sends in shit like this to the family. Yeah, group. look at Abigail's mom sending this mid-episode. Shout out, mom. Love you, girl. Where's your mom sends you that like mid-episode. Guys, the lesson of today is dust if you must, okay? <laughs> okay, I think we... We had a good little episode today and I feel like if this is relatable for you, you feel like you're going through a tough time and like even if you're not right now, if you go through a tough time in the future, if you've gone through tough times in the past, like just keeping in mind some of these things can be really helpful. Um, And I think the biggest thing for me and kind of for everyone is like everyone goes through times like this and knowing that and then also just knowing when you're going through this, you have to start somewhere. It's easier said than done, but I feel like you just have to start somewhere i feel like we gave a lot of good tips and even the people writing in have given a lot of good advice on how to get it together and like we also said like just because you see social media everyone's seeming like they have it together does not mean they have it all together hey guys dust if you must okay (laughs) (laughs) okay well anyways guys i hope this episode helped you as much as it helped me getting my shit together 101 (laughs) yeah let's go okay guys let's all motivate each other and Please follow our Instagram at callmybluffpod and TikTok. We have a really juicy episode coming next week, so we wanted to be cute, healthy, mindful girls this week so we can um, dish our deepest secrets out next week. It's all about that balance, baby. Dust if you must, okay? Oh, my God. Okay, guys, this was fun. See you guys next week, and bye, guys. Bye, guys.